if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. And a good morning to you. Thanks for being with us. We get started at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday, the 10th morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord 2020. Thank you so much. We've got a lot going on today. Coming up in about a half an hour, we will make up for depriving you yesterday of Congressman Jim Jordan. He was in the White House yesterday morning talking to the president and counseling uh, as a part of the legal team or at least the president's support team, on how to move forward with respect to the extraordinary amount of irregularities, and that's to be charitable. Irregularities is a very charitable way of saying fraud and criminal activity as it pertains to the elections held in several key battleground states. So at 9.35 this morning, Congressman Jordan will tell us what he and the president and the rest of the team talked about and what the pathway forward is. Then at 10.10... Of course, it's Tuesday, and that means it's Kersenau Day. So Peter Kersenau will be with us from 10, uh, from at about 10.10 and probably for most of the second hour of the program. And that's good news. I've got so many questions for him. Uh, for very, very few minds, legal and otherwise, rival Peter Kersenau's and his ability to break all of this down for us, I think, as it pertains to the election and as it pertains to the runoffs coming in Georgia, I think, will be very beneficial to all of us. So Jim Jordan and Peter Kirsten out on the program this morning. And I look forward to hearing from you as well. 216-901-0945 is the number to join us. 888-281-1110 will get you here as well. Well, they've done it. Fox News has found a way to um, CNN themselves. Quite literally, Fox News is dead to me now. I'm done. I turned on uh, Hugh Hewitt this morning to start my day, as I always do, and I go back and forth between listening to Hugh and in the commercial breaks, I usually watch Fox News to see what's going on. Not anymore. This morning, I turned on the TV side, OAN, One American News. And by the way, they did a fantastic job of reminding, or not reminding, but welcoming new viewers to their network who used to watch Fox News. Fox News is losing viewers by the millions. They're uh, uh, losing visitors to their Facebook and social media pages by the tens of thousands per day. And the reason why 
is Fox News decided to CNN themselves. Fox News, in the words of President Trump, you are fake news. I am done with the hacks on Fox News, with the exception of stalwart commentators like Tucker Carlson at night, Sean Hannity as well, and Laura Ingram okay. The rest of it can go, including the left-leaning Ainsley Earhart, Ducey, McCallum, Wallace, Williams, Brazil, etc., etc. Yeah, Gutfeld is good on the five in the afternoons, but he's one of five. Perino's kind of uh, milk toast. Uh, Jesse Waters is pretty solid, I suppose. But the point is, Fox News as an entity is just done. And you know what the final straw that broke this camel's back was? It was Neil Cavuto yesterday, cutting away from the press conference being held by the president, who is still the president, the president's press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. I want you to listen to what killed Fox News for myself, and I guarantee you for millions of others. We want every legal vote to be counted, and we want every illegal vote to whoa, be counted. Whoa, whoa. I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging. Uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make. that The other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, if she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. A little more after this. So Neil Cavuto, who is also a leftist, piece of trash, who masks himself as being center left as opposed to what he really is, simply to keep the paycheck coming from Fox News declared that unless Kaylee McEnany is ready to prove with evidence all of her words and her accusations in the press conference, he won't carry it. That would be like saying that a district attorney announcing charges against a criminal suspect isn't allowed to announce the charges and have a press conference unless he's ready to lay out all of the evidence that they will have at trial. Well, we can't listen to this in good countenance. This district attorney is saying that this this um, uh, uh, suspect is being charged with murder, and he's not ready to tell us the evidence that somebody he murdered somebody. Wait a minute. We see that all the time. We see press conferences with attorneys, both district attorneys on the prosecution side and defense attorneys, making statements about how innocent their uh, their client is, without providing evidence, because that is what is done at trial. Has anybody gotten this, this, this flash news to Neil Cavuto and any of the other hacks at Fox? Kaylee McEnany doesn't have to provide all of the evidence that they are going to present in court because they are not yet in court. Lawsuits are being filed. It is within the, the, the boundaries of the legal system during the lawsuit. Hearings before judges and, if necessary, juries. That's where all of the evidence is presented. He said, we won't even listen to such a suggestion. I can't in good countenance allow that to continue. 
unless she's going to bring the evidence that, that the Democrats were welcoming fraud and illegal votes. And by the way, there is evidence. It is all over the place. It is all over the place. It was presented in great detail by, believe it or not, other Fox colleagues like Tucker last night, talking about and showing specifically people voting in battleground states who have been dead for a 100 years. Sworn affidavits, which means it's like testifying under oath. You can be charged with perjury if you sign an affidavit alleging something happened, something illegal, and you lied about it. You can go to prison for that. They have sworn affidavits. Rhonda McDaniel. And as of 4 p.m. this afternoon, 131 affidavits have been completed just in Michigan with over 2,800 incident reports that have been submitted to us since Election Day. Well, we can't carry that. That's just a little irresponsible. If we carry her saying there are sworn affidavits, but you don't have the evidence that went into the swearing of those affidavits, well, we can't carry that. Listen to what these hacks have become. Two new lawsuits were filed today by people who were working who were working in Detroit, and a whistleblower who has gotten their information. We have gotten their information to the Eastern District Court of Michigan. There is evidence all over the place. And we deserve the time to present that evidence. We, the Trump voters, we, the Stop the Steal campaign members, deserve the time to put this evidence together, get it before courts of law and before the American people. But we're being told that that it's un-American? That it's an attack on democracy? To challenge these things after the election or after the media called the election? Since when did the rules change? Since when do we just automatically have to accept whatever the media says? Whoever the media says won, won, and we're all done now. We we can just ignore the mountains of evidence of fraud and collusive fraud. We just ignore that because the media said Joe Biden won. Kind of interesting because it kind of harkens back to what happened four years ago. What happened four years ago after Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton? Do we recall that? Jesse Waters. I mean, the Democrats who didn't accept the results of the last election can't lecture Republicans for not accepting the results of this election. They investigated for three years collusion, but they can't give Trump three weeks to investigate corruption. And he's entitled to look at irregularities, abnormalities. They have people signing sworn affidavits saying people are forged signatures people are changing and backdating ballots people are changing and backdating ballots people who were eyewitnesses to the fraud are testifying in a sworn affidavit which is like being under oath that this is what they saw and we're not allowed to investigate that there is evidence all over the place, and Neil Cavuto, Cavuto won't allow Kaylee McEnany to speak unless she lays all of that, that evidence out in every press conference. Are you kidding me? 
uh, Trump advisor Jason Miller. Held at the state level that absolutely some of these states could change. And before they're certified, we need to make sure that we're certifying the correct winner. So let me go and take a little bit of a, a round robin to make sure we understand the dynamics here. So in Georgia, we're most likely headed toward a mandatory recount. Uh, this election is very close. Uh, I do believe that especially since Georgia allowed ballot harvesting this go around, and we already have examples of dead folks voting. I mean, I'm taking a, a look here at here's Willise Moss, uh, for one example, uh, who died a week before ballots went out this year. Also taking a look at Deborah Jean Christensen, who allegedly voted. Uh, and what's unique about Miss <clears throat> Christensen, even though she passed away, um, is that she didn't actually even, her, someone used her identity to register to vote just this year, even though she had passed away previously. How do you know that? How do you Martha, know that happened? That's because, because we've pulled the, the SSDI data. We've also bounced that up against the voter file. And we've actually pulled their actual obituaries. And so we've gone and compared that. I have examples in Pennsylvania. I have examples in all states all across the country of people who have died, but yet someone went and used their identity to vote. And we have seen people who died in the 19th century that would be late 1800s who cast votes in this election and the everybody knows it everybody knows it the left knows it the right knows it the media knows it but they want us to ignore it because orange man bad move forward accept joe biden as the next president of the united states even the elections chief in Georgia, the state that is kind of right now ground zero because of the Senate runoffs, Gabriel Sterling is the Georgia voting system implementation manager, meaning he's basically in charge, excuse me, in charge of Georgia, the Georgia elections. And he is saying, yeah, there was fraud, but maybe we don't need to worry about it because there wasn't enough to change the outcome. Listen. We are going to find that people did illegally vote. That's going to happen. There are going to be double voters. There are going to be people who shouldn't, did not have the qualifications of a registered voter to vote in this state. That will be found. Is it 10,353? Unlikely. So is it enough to turn the results around? Unlikely. So let's just move on. No. No. Let us not move on. Let us study this. Let us prosecute this. Let us use these examples of illegal voting to change the way we vote in this country. Forever. Mandatory voter identification. Because sure, someone can assume the idea, or ID rather, the identification uh, or assume the uh, persona, if you will, of somebody who died in 1879, but can they show an ID? These are the things that must be the result of this fraud. It's one thing to try to overturn the results of this election, or not really, that's, that's misstated. Let me back up and apologize. It's one thing to try to get the results of this election right, and if they go in favor of Donald Trump, perfect, it's another thing to just say, well, it's not enough. There wasn't enough fraud to overtake Biden in the key states. So we'll just keep going with business as usual. Elections will never be trusted or trustworthy again. 
By the way, for his part, Georgia's Republican governor, Brian Kemp, says that in the recount and in the um, runoff elections for the Senate seats, he tweeted, quote, Georgia's election result will include legally cast ballots and, all caps, only legally cast ballots, period. So it sounds like he is ready to do whatever is necessary to make sure that the, that the election can be trusted. There's so much ground to cover here. I've got a lot more for you. Stay right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, it's 926, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Appreciate you being here. Let me get uh, just a couple of other points in here before the bottom of the hour. So while the election is still being contested, while votes are still being counted, while recounts are being scheduled, the Biden transition team is already in full swing, including naming their pandemic or coronavirus response team. Joe Biden has put to, is putting together his coronavirus response team, or transitional team, if you will. At the head of this team, it should be noted, is a doctor that you've heard from before. His name is Zeke Emanuel, otherwise known as Ezekiel Emanuel, otherwise known as the Obama architect of the Affordable Care Act. That's right, this guy was the architect of Obamacare. Now that should be disconcerting enough for you if he's going to be in charge of the coronavirus response, the pandemic response. But what should chill you to your bones, especially if you are of advanced years, as that this is also the guy, his hand-chosen pick, Biden's hand-chosen pick for the coronavirus task force, is a guy who says it is your duty to die at the age of 75. You must be willing to die at 75 for the greater good. It's your duty. You should not receive medical treatment at 75 or after. Because life after 75 is garbage. You're slow, you're declining, you're not productive, you're not creative, you're just taking up medical resources. This is what Zeke Emanuel believes. So I've got news for nursing home patients and residents. If you thought Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York's murder of some 30,000 nursing home patients by throwing highly infectious people into the nursing homes with the most vulnerable people, those of advanced years. If you think the murder of those people was bad, wait until the grim Zeker gets his power. And I know this audience is full of vibrant people over the age of 75. But do you, you should be aware that according to Biden's chief doctor on his coronavirus transition force, you should be prepared to die at 75. Well, first of all, let's clarify. Uh, I expect to be alive at 75, and I'm not going to kill myself. I don't believe in legalizing euthanasia or assisted suicide. Uh, but I am going to stop medical treatments. And I look at 75 uh, when I look at all the data on physical disability, dementia and Alzheimer's disease, loss of creativity, slowing down of the mind and the body. And 75 seems like that, you know, albeit somewhat arbitrary moment 
well, where you get the maximum chance you're still going to be vital and alive and vigorous. Did, did the hairs on the back of your neck just stand up the way mine did? Especially if your parents are over 75, your grandparents are over 75. Maybe you are one of those people over 75. Did you realize how non-vital, non-creative, and non-important and unimportant that you are? Because you're 75, why are you still taking medical treatment? Why are you still absorbing medical resources? Don't you know that it's better for you to die so the rest of us can have those things? Uh, The American immortal are uh, people who want to put off uh, death as long as possible, want to live as long as possible, get every day out of it. They uh, take all these, uh, they change their diet, they exercise like mad, they take protein concoctions and all sorts of other supplements, and it's almost a, a religion uh, for them to live as long as possible, and I think they, in their mind, it's that they'll be as vital as they are when they're, say, 50, uh, all the way to the end, uh, but of course, uh, we all do deteriorate, we all do slow down, we all do get uh, disability. Can you- Can you believe this man is a physician? Can you believe this man is a medical doctor? Can you believe Joe Biden just appointed him to handle the pandemic? He will just order the deaths of anybody over 75, clearly who has the, uh, has the, uh, the virus and say, no, no, don't try to treat them. 75 is the cap. The data are that. Uh, we, as we've aged, we've actually added more years of disability, uh, so there's not a compression of morbidity. There's actually been an expansion, uh, and that, I think, is, is somewhat distressing to people to realize, yes, we'll live longer, but we'll also live with more functional limitations, less able to move around, more mental limitations, more psychological depression, uh, and other uh, mental uh, problems. Yeah, if you're 75, you're just done. Check out. Let's go. End it, will you please, so the rest of us can move on? This is what the liberal Democrats, this is what the left has brought you. We'll be right back. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The Answer. Okay, 936, we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. Uh, I'm going to put this on again just so that I can uh, get my anger ginned up as I bring Congressman Jim Jordan onto the phone line. This is what put me over the top yesterday. This is why I am done with Fox News, with the exception of uh, Tucker and Hannity at night, and that's just about it. I am done with Fox News. They have decided to CNN themselves, and I will not be party to this. We want every legal vote to be counted, and we want every illegal vote to whoa, be counted. Whoa, whoa. I, I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging. Uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make. that The other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Neil Cavuto is now Brian Stelter, and let's bring on Congressman Jim Jordan now on AM 1420, The Answer, to talk about this. Congressman, good morning, sir. Good morning, Bob. Good to be with you. I'm going to talk about what you were doing yesterday at 9 o'clock during our appointed time to talk, because what you were doing is extraordinarily important. But I want to get your opinion on this. Congressman, the media has been out to get Donald Trump since he came down the elevator in 2015. Yep. They spent yep. four years demonizing, attacking, challenging, mm-hmm. obstructing him in every way possible. The only media that tried to give him a fair shake was, was generally speaking, aside from talk radio like this, 
was yep. Fox News. Now, now right. Neil Cavuto and the left-leaning emperors at Fox News have basically said, we are going all in with the Biden is president and Trump and his supporters need to shut up and stand aside. Neil Cavuto said basically Katie, uh, Kaylee McEnany should not be covered, should not be aired unless she's ready to present all of the evidence that they have to back up their claims of voter fraud. Congressman, that's like telling a district attorney who announces charges against a suspect, we're not carrying yeah. that unless you actually <laughs> lay out the case that you're going to present before a judge. What in the hell is going on here? Yeah, or at least give her time to finish, because she did. She talked about, she used Pennsylvania as the case study and talked specifically about what the, what, but, but, Bob, I, I back up to this. 71 million Americans know instinctively that something doesn't smell right here, right? They know something's wrong, because how does President Trump get a record number of votes? We pick up seats in the House of Representatives, and he still comes up for it. So something doesn't smell right. And, and what I do in every single investigation in Congress is I, I ask the question, why? The why question is always important. So why don't Democrats want us to figure this out? Why did Democrats in certain states prevent people from observing the count? Why did they do that? Why in Pennsylvania did some counties get to cure their ballot, ballots, some voters in some counties got to cure their ballots, and other voters in other counties, maybe the adjacent county, didn't get to cure their ballots? And you can, you can guess which counties allow people to remedy their ballots. Why, why is that the case? Why, why, why don't they want the answers to that? And that's what Kaylee presented yesterday, and yet they didn't, didn't cover it. So those fundamental why questions, those are what we're asking to be answered. Why is it that there's an affidavit today in, in Michigan where a poll, a poll watcher says he saw people backdating the ballots, backdating the envelopes on the ballot? Why is that the case? Why is it? So let's get the answers to all those questions. It's about election integrity. And, and before you declare, let's follow the Constitution. Why don't the Democrats want to follow the Constitution? This doesn't have to be done until December 14th when the Electoral College meets. So let's figure it out. You know, it's it's just so. And by the way, I hope you ask some of those questions the next time you go on Fox. I know you're on there a lot. You're 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 a I'm great going. I'm uh, interview. I'm doing it tonight. I'm doing it tonight. I'm Are you? Tonight. Yeah. yeah. A- ask them point blank. And it's not just necessarily the host that you're going to be on with. I don't know who you're going on with, but ask why it is that the powers that be seem to be all in with Biden is the president elect. Do not challenge this. This is what they are doing, yeah. and and it's wrong. Now let's talk about you know uh, specifically, and I, not terribly specifically, of course. You have to keep your uh, cards close to the chest, but um, you were meeting yesterday with the president and several others about a strategy going forward. What can you tell us that uh, you're able to? Well, I will tell you. I was I was working with uh, working with uh, with uh, Kaylee and and others on. I think it's important that our 71 million people, and frankly, lots of other people who may not have voted for President Trump, deep down they wonder, Bob, why is it that the states that kept counting on election night, the president won, and the ones that all seemed to stop. He wound up losing, even though he was ahead. Why is that the case? Normally, in elections, you just keep counting. It might take till three, four in the morning. Why, why is that the case? So, so we were we felt it was important that the seventy-one million Americans and the whole country, frankly, understand because they have this concern, this 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 instinctive concern about this election. So, understand here are the concerns we have that we have seen. Here are the irregularities we have seen. We think it's important you understand what we're doing. Here's the lawsuit that was fined. Uh, are filed in Pennsylvania regarding observers and regarding the cured ballot issue. So we felt it was important to get out there and have this, the spokesperson or the president of the United States to go do that. Because you figure if that person does it, then the press is going to cover it. But as you pointed out at the top of this hour, or, or, or at the top of this interview, that, that 
the press decided not to even cover it. Even Fox News, which which is just yeah. it's yeah. unbelievable. And by the way, they are literally losing Facebook followers by the tens of thousands per day, and they are losing viewers. It's going to be by the millions. People are going to OAN, One American News, because they are disgusted by this, as they should be. Now, Congressman, in general, the the press. Let's talk about the press, which might as well just be the DNC. Um, they, you know, they ignored. And when it comes to the Biden story uh, in the last three weeks before the election, they ignored the eyewitness, Tony Babalewski. They ignored mountains of documents, text messages, photographs, hard drives, all of which were corroborated by independent experts as being legitimate and real. Yeah. They ignored all of that, said didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen. Now here we are. We've got 2,800 minimum, uh, 2,800 sworn affidavits, which is like swearing under oath under penalty of perjury in Michigan about the illegal uh, uh, sign- signature matching, about the backdating. we got everything in Pennsylvania you just mentioned. There's a ton in Nevada. I mean, 9,000 people. We've got aff- We've got proof that 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 people who were living in the 19th century in the late 1800s cast ballots in this election and they're doing the same thing congressman they did to the biden story ah oh, that didn't happen that didn't happen that didn't happen full speed ahead <laughs> i don't understand yeah. how that can be acceptable yeah and it's even worse while they ignore the facts you described while they ignore all the facts facts that were in the tony bobolinsky story the hunter biden and joe biden story while they ignore all that they trumpeted for years the false Steel dossier, the false Trump Russia, the mm-hmm. false, they trumpeted that for years. So it's, it's not just they ignore the truth, they tell us something that we all know was false. So th- that's the part that, again, so frustrates Americans and why, why we felt it was so important yesterday to have the spokesperson for the President of the United States of America to go out and say, here's what's happening. We know there are millions and millions of Americans who, who have an uneasy feeling about what took place. We want to get to, maybe it's all legit, who knows? But it sure seems, seems like it's not, and there are all these irregularities. Doesn't it make sense for the greatest country in history to get to the bottom of all this before we all run off and say the new president is, is, is Joe Biden? That's all we're saying, and let's, let, let's, let's figure that out. And, and frankly, the fact that the Democrats don't want to do it, the fact that they didn't want poll watchers to be able to see the count, which is something that your federal law requires, the fact that they were doing those things, that tells us a lot as well. We're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan this morning on AM 1420, The Answer. Congressman, I, I know I and a lot of other people are dispirited by this. And the reason why is because, you know, what is supposed to be the antidote to all of this corruption is transparency and shining a light on yep. it. And that can only be done through two things, the traditional media and or social media. Social media, you know as well as I do, anytime somebody tries to correct all of this stuff on social media, Twitter either censors, bans, blocks, or puts a, a, a shadow over it saying this is challenge news or this is inaccurate news or whatever. Same thing with Facebook. You can't share this yep. true information that you guys developed yesterday and sent Kaylee McEnany out to share. Uh, they can't share it on Facebook. It gets blocked. So you can't do it on social. And then, as we just pointed out, CNN won't cover it, ABC, NBC, and now even Fox won't carry it. So we're, we're at a point of desperation here. I'm asking you to do the impossible when I tell you, give us a ray of hope. How do we, yeah. how do we win? Yeah. How do we at least get transparency and, and sunlight if no media, traditional or social, will cover it? Yeah, you, you, you look at the bright side. You look at the fact that 
in spite of all that, in spite of all the mainstream <laughs> press, in spite of the, the big tech, in spite of uh, all the, the never-Trumpers, Lincoln Project people, in spite of all that, we still picked up seats in the House. The president got 71 million people, 8 million more votes than he got last time. Um, you, you look at the fi- in spite of all that, it's amazing to me how well we do. And, and look, this is not over. It's, I understand it's, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult path, but there is, we have to explore it all and get to the bottom of it all before we, we move past that. And, and so that, to me, is the hope. I, 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 you saw it, Bob. You were all around the, 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 the state. I was all over the country. We, 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 saw, we saw the support the president had. And what we have to really get to the bottom, we talked about this. In fact, we will get you a copy of our report. Sean Hannity talked about it. We did a report in September outlining, we think this is all going to happen. The report from the Judiciary Committee and the Oversight Committee, Republicans did this report, and it, and it all played out. The dangers of this, throwing ballots out there, doing this massive mail-in voting issue, and it played out exactly like we predicted in this report. Mm-hmm. And it, it's sad that it did, um, but the, the hope is... 71 million Americans, and, and we picked up seats in the House. Um, we still have uh, control of the Senate, and I think we can keep control on, in the well, special elections in Georgia. Let's- yeah, that that was going to be my next question to you. Um, you know, in the days after the election, we said, well, regardless of what happens, it looks like we hold the Senate. That's our firewall. That stops court packing. That stops new state creation. That stops, you know, and into the legislative filibuster, or excuse me, uh, yeah, the filibuster, all of those mm-hmm. things. And now here we are, two runoffs. Andrew Yang, yep. former, former presidential candidate, made the clarion call to Democrats on Twitter two days ago when he said he and his wife are, quote, unquote, moving to Georgia <clears throat> and is encouraged every other Democrat who can to do the same, to establish residency so they can vote in the January runoff elections. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's legal. I don't know if you have to have been registered before the general election or not, but this is what we're facing, Congressman. Yeah, no, I know. We, 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 we know in Pennsylvania they set up these satellite uh, government offices, uh, and, and, and what would happen is you would go in and register and request a ballot and vote all at the same time. And, and we said, well, Pennsylvania law is, it says you can't ballot harvest. And they go, whoa, 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 it's not ballot harvesting because the government's doing it. Now, of course, you, you can imagine which local governments were doing this, right? It was, it was, the, it was Philadelphia County. Philadelphia, of course. Kind of thing. It, it wasn't in the Republican counties. If you wanted to do that in Ohio, for example, you've got to go to the Board of Elections. But Pennsylvania doesn't allow early voting in, in, in person. So they were setting these satellite offices up and saying, oh, no, this is, we, we can do it this way. That, that's the kind of game that just drive people crazy and why we need to get to the bottom of all of this uh, before we move on. Yeah, and uh, last question for you, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, for you, Congressman. Um, why do you suppose it is that the enemies, well, let me re- recast that, the far leftists in the Biden campaign and the far left elected Democratic officials are calling for an enemies list to be created? They, you know, here's Joe Biden yeah. saying, let's unite, let's all come together now, which is just so much garbage after what he and they were responsible for. Mm-hmm. But, but then here come the calls for the, what, what are they calling it? What's, what are the, what's the commission that they're calling for? The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, but they're talking uh, about a list. Of truth and Reconciliation you know, like, Commission. Yes. A truth and re- so which means they're yeah. going to go back and punish people who supported Donald Trump. I mean, this is, this is extraordinary. No, and it's, it, it's scary. It's it's frightening. And um, but lo- look, I, I think Americans understand. And, and frankly, we I guess we probably shouldn't surprise us. 
This is the same party that said, you know, defund the police. This is the same party that called riots and looting and, and, and violence in our streets, peaceful protests. So mm-hmm. it probably shouldn't surprise us that, you know, you got a handful of these folks who are saying, keep a list of everyone who supported President Trump. Um, I don't know. That's it's. It shouldn't happen. As, as they're, all they're your online warning potential employers. Country. They're saying, you know, Trump, Trump's uh, Trump team members, Trump, you know, people in the administration are going to be looking for jobs now that he's gone. Yep. And a message, memo to future employers: judge them by the fact that they worked for Donald Trump and tried to help advance his agenda. They're they're acting like what they did was illegal somehow, and they should be punished for it. And and, and you know, yep. socially and and, and employment wise, economically yep. imprisoned. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I know, it's, and it's, it's scary. This is the cancel culture taken to a new level. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we got to fight back. Uh, we got to stand up for the truth. We got to keep putting pressure on them. Uh, we got to win elections. Um, we got to, we got to do it all. But you can't win elections if you don't have a, a election process that's fair. Uh, we want to make sure it is, and that's why we're doing it, moving forward with these investigations, and that's why President Trump is not competing. We got to win Georgia. We got it. That we have to keep our firewall, which is the Senate. Great job, by the way, by Republicans in closing the gap in the House. Proud of you guys. We've got to keep the firewall, which is the Senate. It's the only way forward, uh, Congressman. And I know you and others are going to direct your efforts toward that as well. Thank you so much, Congressman Jordan. You bet. Thank you, Jim Jordan on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. It's nine fifty one. Uh, appreciate you being with us. Right back. Okay, 956, the Bob France Authority. Let's squeeze a few phone calls in here before the top of the hour, starting in Parma. That's where Barbara is on AM 1420, The Answer. Barbara, go ahead. Hello. All right. Uh, how about David in Cleveland Heights? Are you there? Oh, this is Barb. I pressed the wrong button. I wanted to get you off a of speakerphone. My question... Gotcha. Thank you, Barbara. Go ahead. My question is, you know, I heard while I was waiting that DeWine got together with several other Republican governors to congratulate Biden. Are you kidding me? Does DeWine not know that it's not official, if it is? And what kind of colors does that man show? Well, it's not just DeWine. You know, there are a lot of Republicans who are automatically saying President-elect Biden is taking over and they're ready to turn the page on Trump. We all know there is no love lost between Mike DeWine and Donald Trump. That's why... In my opinion, he faked a positive test so that he had to, he could get out of, uh, of exactly. meeting with President Trump. Exactly. You know, and then, oh, suddenly I'm negative now. I got two negative tests in a row. I'm good to go. So, yeah, I mean, he is just like so many other rhinos who are never, were never Trump supporters. Not necessarily they were, quote, never Trumpers, but they were not full-on Trump supporters. And so they're just following the playbook of the, of the left, and that is give legitimacy to Biden's called victory by congratulating him. Mitt Romney started it, and obviously Mike DeWine and many others are following. Now, my other question quickly would be, what happens if, um, and I hope he doesn't get in, but what happens if um, the the Republicans treat Biden pretty much like they did, like the Democrats treated Trump, and start an impeachment or something along that line, or start questioning... They can't because they don't the hold Biden- the House. Yeah, they can't, Barbara, because they don't hold the House. you got to hold the House in order to be able to do okay. that. And uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to run the House. That's the reason they were able to do that uh, against the I'm, president. I'm which, just thinking by the of way, all, the hunter, yeah. uh, that, uh, all the hunter crap that he's involved with. Well, Forget about it. 
Forget no. about it. He, he got yeah. away with it. Bottom line is, if Biden is certified as the winner, thank you for the call, Barbara, he Thanks. got away with it because there will be oh. no prosecution of Hunter or Joe or anybody else uh, if uh, Joe Biden obviously gets to pick the, dep- the uh, oh. attorney general, the DOJ, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, so, uh, yeah, no, they, they got away with it. Thank you, Barbara, oh. for the call. Let me go to uh, David in Cleveland Heights next. Hi, David. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Bob. Good to talk to you. Hi, thank you. You know, what's frustrating is that, I mean, the results are frustrating, but what we, were, we would need on the Republican side um, are insiders at these uh, uh, at the, uh, facilities that we're doing, the counting at these boards of elections. You need people to turn um, on, you know, like, uh, turning co-defendants and uh, prosecution. Uh, maybe it's time to get uh, potential reward money out there for uh, the insiders. If there is any of this to be believed... Uh, it will go nowhere until you can um, turn a, um, uh, you know, use the euphemism of a state's witness. Yeah, uh, I, I understand you your point, from the here's inside, the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. In, in your first example of co-defendants, one of them turning on the other for a better deal, um, you, you have to have some sort of a threat of punishment in order for somebody to do that, and they don't have any. And as far as rewarding them, then it will just look like you bought evidence. You bought, you know, by offering a reward for somebody to be a whistleblower, you cannot trust that whistleblower's testimony because it was financially induced. And somebody, some people will say anything for a paycheck. So that's the problem. I like your thinking, David, and thanks for the call. You know, you do. You have to get people, and I think we are. By the way, there are people who are inside the Detroit counting centers and in Philadelphia and so on and so forth who are alleging, this is what I saw, there are postal workers who have said, I overheard conversations between my supervisors directing people to backdate uh, mail-in ballots. So we do have people on the quote-unquote insider who are saying, this is what I saw. And they're just being dismissed, as I said to Jim Jordan, by the mainstream media and by social media. Because they were, and when I say that, of course, I mean by the social media overlords, by the Jack Dorseys and the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Red, the Google, Eric Schmidt and whoever the heck else is running Google now. They are the ones who are uh, responsible for the flow of information. And whistleblowers and evidence are buried by all of them. 10 o'clock news time. Cursing out next. AM 1420, The Answer.